Welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forziati, Senior Web Editor for CI. If you've been to our website or listened to this podcast lately, you know that we're focusing heavily right now on COVID. Everything from, you know, tips to keeping your business afloat to more, you know, lighthearted stuff about what installers are doing with their quarantine time. We know that current events have caused, you know, major changes to your workday. Almost everybody I know is working from home right now in any possible way that they can. And while so many stocks are down, video conferencing companies, they're doing pretty well for themselves. So today on AV Plus, we offer you Microsoft Teams users some tips for using the software to its best potential, courtesy of a series of webinars our friends at the NSCA are doing to uh, better serve integration firms who are struggling to adapt to a stark economy. And okay, I know not everybody is using Teams these days, but the NSCA has a version of this for Cisco WebEx users too. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. One more thing about this content from NSCA, many of you probably know some of the stuff that we're going to be playing here, but your clients might benefit from you forwarding some of these things their way, and doing so might benefit your relationship with them once all this COVID stuff blows over. So we hope you're staying safe out there. You can visit our website, commercialintegrator.com, for more on, you know, weathering the storm of coronavirus. In the meantime, though, here's Bonnie Fritz, an instructor at Office Pro, courtesy of the NSCA. On the left rail here, we have this calendar pane, and what you can see is, again, this calendar pane kind of matches and mirrors your Outlook, so I can join my team meeting from my Teams app, or I could join my Teams meeting from my Outlook calendar. I could also use my Outlook calendar to book a Teams meeting as well. So that's definitely all integrated there. In addition, I could do just a, a direct meet now. So I can choose who I want to meet with, and I have my preview screen as well. Also in the calendar pane, I could schedule a new meeting in the upper right. Don't forget the benefit of scheduling a meeting and using a Teams channel is there's a record that there was a meeting that was scheduled in that channel. In addition, it also helps with naming the proper number of required attendees, or I should say the proper acquired attend required attendees. Excellent. Okay, I'm just discarding. So calendars, fairly simple. Calls. If you notice in my calls, in my contacts, anything that I set up from my chat, recents and contacts are going to be here. If I wanted to add a contact, I click the add contact to the right and most of us uh, will have access to our company directory to add contacts to our contact pane. And then certainly those groups that we did while we were in chat, those groupings are available to us in the speed dial. So even if your company is not using Teams as your kind of voice over IP phone line, you can still use your speed dial in your call section to make quick calls, video calls or audio calls through the Teams app. If they have their Team app open, they'll be notified. Last but not least, we have our files. Here on the left rail, we have files. And as you've noticed, any file that was shared within the Teams app is available to me. It's kind of like a filter here. And I can open up that file and make edits 
to that direct file without leaving the app. And if I needed to make edits that were a little more in depth, I could hit the top right here and open my desktop app. Very familiar to those 365 users. In addition, I can use access files from my OneDrive storage, or I could add additional access to third-party cloud storage and still opening it up without leaving this app. Everybody's dot, 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 more buttons are going to have different options depending on how you have it set up. So we did pretty good, I think. I reviewed the interface uh, overall. We've got our chat, our structured conversations, teams and channels. We're linking to Outlook and Outlook and 365. We've got ability to do team to team member calls, video or um, audio only. And we have access to our files on our OneDrive, files that we've shared within Teams channels or even one-on-one -on -one Teams chats. So I hope that was helpful, not overwhelming. And I think Max is gonna go ahead and um, share any questions that we have. We have a great list of questions. So let's go ahead and dive into these. When it comes to storage of Teams, um, how does it actually work and what do you, is it the same as OneDrive or does it keep all of your conversations? How does that necessarily work for? So Teams, the app is built on the Office 365, um, I guess you could say SharePoint foundation, right? So um, if you're familiar with say groups, like a, um, a, an Office 365 group that has a dedicated email and a dedicated calendar for that group, multiple people, um, that is its foundational structure pulled into this user interface that has these chat panels. Just like Outlook emails are really files pulled into an interface that makes it look like, quote, emails, if that makes sense. So it's cloud storage. Most, most company administrators would be using cloud storage, um, using a SharePoint, SharePoint backend. Um, I'm on the trainer side, not really on the IT administrator side. So if that wasn't technical enough, um, I'm happy to kind of put you in touch with the Microsoft person that has more technical things. But if the, the question was, how are team chats stored? It's stored in the cloud, whether the chat is happening in a channel or if a chat's happening one-on-one, -on -one, it's stored in that cloud server and it's perpetual depending on and private to your user ID private to your user ID. You can log in from any browser or any computer with your user ID and you will see just your conversations. So I hope that answers your question. Perfect, perfect. Um, and then when using a phone or video and video, can one dial in via phone? Um, depending on the bandwidth, some of our members like to break up the video and audio data. Is that possible? Yeah. Absolutely. So I have seen folks that want to use the the um, the, the um, video conferencing, let's say, um, but then they use like a different um, conference bridge. So the only thing that I would recommend is whether you schedule that video call um, straight out of the Teams app, not in your details pane, just include um, what that phone number is. And those folks in those companies are going to know how to access those bridge numbers. Excellent, excellent. So and then while we're on the topic of, oh, sorry. 
No, yep, absolutely. Uh, so ahead. while we're on the topic of phones, so I know there's a, we know that there's a Microsoft Teams app, but is it possible that we can just receive those via text message with the connect? And also your IT administrator is going to be able to tell you um, if that app, if those notifications are able to be um, programmed. I'll go to notifications right here. Um, for external users. So you saw when I added UMAX to mine, uh, my instructor mm -hmm. account, it, it, it said, hey, you know, he's still on Skype. Some of these features may not be available. So mostly Teams, because it's so integrated with Office 365, it's built for in or inter-organizational structure, right? So depending on those, um, sorry, I didn't go to it, notification setups. Um, that's how you're going to be notified, whether you get that pop-up banner or if you just get an email or a text. But no, this Teams is not like a SMS direct message to a third-party phone. Okay. And just to verify on that, the Teams can be used with people outside of your personal organization or your company, correct? For the most part, yes. Okay. Right. Perfect. So just to delineate that, maybe a direct message IMS may be restricted, might not be restricted, but... If I wanted to do a video Teams meeting and I did a, a meeting and use your entire email address, that person in their Outlook or their Gmail will get the link, you know, to join a Teams meeting video call or audio call. And then um, they'll, if they didn't have the app, it would open in a browser. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. And then when it comes to, for instance, like SharePoint libraries, a lot of our members use projects that they work on. They start, they start in SharePoint. Is it possible to uh, upload those SharePoint files for the team, for certain teams to look at on um, Microsoft Teams? Yes. Over here in a Teams channel, let's say, and I think I have one already shared. In a Teams channel, you can simply go to the tab. Let me see if I have one yet. Add the SharePoint document library. As I'm doing so, choose that library and you'll see, I just want the documents and I'll just say, if you're still watching my screen, you see that I clicked on the plus tab of my channel and I've added a tab called document library and that is my SharePoint list or files. Hopefully that answers your question. So I'm not recreating the wheel. I'm not create. I'm pulling in an existing SharePoint site. I'm not creating a new site and having to transfer everything over. Awesome. And one of the integrations on Outlook that a lot of our members like to use is seeing other people's calendars. Is it possible within Microsoft Teams to see other people's calendars, uh, like, or is it just what's on your current calendar? There is scheduling assistant integrated. So if I am adding someone that's in my organization right here, I can use scheduling assistant to see Raj's availability. Excellent. Perfect. And how it, does it, the it is Outlook. You know, it's kind of, okay. it's the same yeah. account. Mm -hmm. Okay. Perfect. And then how does this uh, integrate with uh, different gap calendars such as Google Calendar? Well, is there uh, any trouble with that or what are the steps to kind of get that set up? I don't have a proper answer for that question. That's um, I can I can parking lot that question, but I've not seen um, an integrated Gmail calendar with Teams, okay. but I'm not. Excellent. Yeah, I'm not sure of that. 
Perfect. <clears throat> and then another question about the app is, does it need to be running in the background in order to get notifications on your mobile device? Depending on how you set it up, I would say most, uh, I'm trying to think about if I get my notification, I think I've shut off my notifications on my mobile device, but no. So if it's loaded, you'll probably get notified. But I would definitely test it out by using, um, whether it's in the um, mobile app or on your computer, setting your notifications. Okay. And how do I restrict people on joining a team within Microsoft Teams? For instance, if this is just for one project for this group, uh, is it a way that we can just restrict the amount of people joining and who can enter? Absolutely. When you initially set up a team um, or bring in a team from like an existing SharePoint group, all 365, when you initially initiate a team and you create the team, start that team as private. And then you are inviting folks um, through the setup. And you can additionally, after you've invited folks, I'll go to an existing team here. You can manage your team members right here. So you can add, if you're the owner, you can add or remove members. But if your team is initially set up as private, no one can go um, from your organization and just join. You have to, they have to ask permission. Is that like a, within a user setting, I wonder, or? That's what I was gonna say. If that OneNote is shared, so maybe maybe that OneNote section is shared, um, but I don't have a 100% confident um, um, answer to that. Perfect, okay. I'm gonna look Let's that up see. myself. <laughs> and are you record a video call through Microsoft Teams? That is um, company specific, but yes, there are, if you're setting up a Teams, if you if you set up a call, you can um, record the call. I don't think you can record just a meet now, one-on-one -on -one call, but you have to, there's two things. One, did your IT administrator set it up? But technically, Microsoft Teams does have the ability. Um, and then two, are you following all of the rules, legal rules and regulations to record the call? Excellent. And then how do you actually delete a team through Microsoft Teams? If you're the owner, great, great question. If you're the owner, I'm going to click on the more button of the team name. And if you're the owner, you can delete the team here at the bottom. So I clicked on the more button. And because I was the owner of Fall Conference that I just created, I can delete it. If it's a team that's kind of, you know, it happened, the Fall Conference happened or whatnot, you can all just hide the team. That way you'll have it there for perpetuity, but it won't be in your list. And maybe you can re-liven it the next year that or the next opportunity that some of that background information is. So if you're the owner, you can full on delete it and every chat and every file, every link to every file um, right there, or you can hide it. And when we're making a new meeting, we, the, we've noticed that internal contacts auto-populate, but external contacts don't. Is there a way to work around this? Like if you make the Teams meeting through Outlook or is is there a workaround within Microsoft Teams itself? Well, one of the things is, is like your, your Skype or your Gmail kind of contact list doesn't automatically come up. So the Active Directory or your company directory does come up, but 
Um, you have to build your own kind of contact list. So I'm here in the calls button and I'm hitting contacts and I can add my external contacts. And then like I did with you, Max, then that'll auto-populate since it's in my team's contact list when I'm doing meetings and the like. Otherwise, okay. it's a two-step process. You have to type in the entire email address, let it get accepted, and then bring it up. And both of those steps are dependent on both both setups, um, you know, both IT setups. Is that external Perfect. vendor allowed to come in or is, are you allowed to invite them? Okay, excellent. Well, once again, everyone, this uh, for this uh, webinar will be available today on NSCA's website. It'll be within the, as mentioned before, the webinars link. So if you go to www.nsca.org or forward backslash webinars, um, that'll be available.